long is it now until you go? Eleven days. Saturday the 18th. Are you all packed yet? He asked. More or less, she said. It's a big step, mind you. New York. He observed her closely. No second thoughts. Fiona shook her head and smiled. None. I'm really excited about going. Obviously I'll miss everybody. You and Mrs. Mooney included. Patrick's face reddened. That, you'll be grand. You'll be too busy to miss anyone. Well, I'll have Elizabeth out there, so at least I won't be too homesick. And I'll be writing home regularly, keeping in touch with everyone. She lifted a green ball, sprinkled in hard silvery snow, and put it in the box. I'd say they'll still miss you. Sure, they probably miss Bridget and Angela when they go back after a break at home. Everyone who came into the shop was telling Fiona how much her parents would miss her, but she really did not want to hear it. She didn't want to picture her parents sad about her going. And they're busy with here and the shop. When I'm all settled in a year or two, they might even come out to visit me. It will give them something to look forward to. I suppose that's a good way of looking at things, he said. And travelling is a great thing. You go over to England every year, don't you? I do, he said. I usually go over to Manchester for a fortnight to see my brothers, and I always enjoy it. And then they come home in the summer themselves to see my mother and father. And do you think any of them might come back home to live? He shook his head. Ah, I doubt that now. They're all married over there to English women and have kids and everything. It was just on the tip of her tongue to ask whether he had ever thought of getting married himself when one of the coloured glass baubles slipped out of her grasp and tumbled down through the sparse branches of the tree. A second later, it smashed on the stone floor, sending fragments of glass all over the place. Damn it, she said, throwing her hands in the air in exasperation. That's another one gone. There's a few already missing out of this box. I'll get the brush and shovel, Patrick told her, heading towards the back of the bar. By the time he came back, Fiona thought that the glass decoration falling had in fact been a good thing, as it had stopped her making the comment about him not being married. Although he was easygoing, behind it all, Patrick was a shy sort of fellow, and she thought that quizzing him about his personal life would only embarrass him. He wasn't the sort to pry into other people's business. She had been grateful when he made no comment about her breaking off her romance with Paul Moore recently, he had just nodded and said that she knew her own mind. Even though Paul had been a regular customer in the bar and Patrick had often stood chatting with him. Other people, our friends and customers, had been more curious and it had been uncomfortable explaining that the opportunity to go to New York was more alluring than any romance at this time in her life. She was just packing away the two sets of lights when her mother came in wearing her heavy blue woolen coat and matching hat and carrying her black leather handbag and gloves. Nance Tracy put her bag down on a high stool and then looked around the bar, nodding in approval when she saw the packed boxes containing the Christmas stuff. Thank God it's all down for another year and we can get back to normal. Oh, there's still the parlour to be done. She turned to Patrick. They can go back upstairs when you get a minute. 
Sean already took the tree from the shop window and the other bits and pieces up this morning, so it's all clear in there too. Do you want them back in the same cupboard they come out of at the top of the stairs? he asked. Yes, that's the best place for them. Nance turned back to her daughter. I'm heading home now, Fiona, to get a quick bite of lunch with your father before we leave. I'll ask Mary Ellen to keep a plate warm for you. She cooked a good-sized ham with roast potatoes, and there's plenty if you would like some too, Patrick. Uh, Thanks, Mrs. Tracy, but I'm grand, he said. The mother will have something ready for me up the road. He went over to the bar and started checking which of the Christmas boxes he would first take upstairs. Nance pulled on her black suede gloves, then lifted her handbag from the high stool. Right, I'll be off. What time will you be back this evening, ma'am? Fiona checked. I'm not sure. She looked towards the door.